It's time for the No Shot Clock Podcast. We're talking the biggest stories in Illinois high school basketball. Now, here are your hosts, Michael O'Brien of the Chicago Sun-Times and Joe Hendrickson of the City Suburban Boost Report. Welcome in, and are you ready for state tournament basketball? We are regional week, and a No Shot Cock podcast is going to preview them here, right here with you, uh, Mike. We have regular seasons in the books, regional play this week. As we record this, games will be played tonight, and then all the st- regional semifinals are Wednesday night with the finals, obviously, Friday. Stretch run. We it are, uh, it already weeks. started, Joe. Uh, regional play? Yeah, yeah, did you know? No, I missed it. <laughs> it started at 11 a.m. today. It's Monday, President's Day. For I real? Guess, yeah, I guess because they're off. Von Steuben Mather is already in the books. Uh, Jack Gleason was there, of course. It was a three-point game. <laughs> a pretty good one. Uh, I think there's a one o'clock game somewhere, too, as well. Um, huh. If I didn't have a bunch going on, I, was, I wondered if I would have gone over to any, but... Uh, yeah, I, I guess we've never really had it start on a holiday before. Should have done it like NCAA tournament, just started them up like at 11 and played all day. <laughs> right? It's pretty. So this is technically probably going to be the longest state tournament ever. <laughs> hmm. But well, uh, yeah, I'm ready to uh, go. Yeah, last yeah, week. Three weeks. <laughs> yeah, the last week was across the board, talking to coaches, fans alike. Uh, it was a consensus that other than those conference championship games you know it's just it, it it was different than any other year and i don't know i i think it was because well i mean nothing matters after the seeds come out if you're not playing for a conference championship but you know games either canceled or starters not playing i'm sure it's happened here and that it just seemed more mainstream widespread this year and i think a lot of factors go into it, particularly the snow and cold pushed so many games back. I think I think teams felt like they were tired, worn out, more so than normal. We're still playing 31-game schedule in a season that's been shortened by a week just recently in the last couple of years. So factor all that in, and, and I get it to some degree if a certain – I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. I do I, I, I don't like it at all. Um, I I don't understand it a bit. It, the playoffs uh, didn't start till Wednesday. Even if you played Friday, you had four. Well, eight. yeah, and, and you know, I I don't know why you would ever schedule a super tough non-conference game to close your season. That makes no sense to me either. Um, but I, it we, depends. We, a highly ranked team, yes, I wouldn't do that. But if I was kind of on the cusp and I wanted, I needed to get you know. A challenge. I could see that for some teams, where no, you know, yeah, I mean, I mean, a high profile like a like Bennett DePaul, yeah, you know, on Friday night, you know, they both played, you know, pretty grueling schedules. They're, I, I don't know, Bennett's going to be going into a really tough regional coming up. It, that's just one example. I, 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 I don't know. It, it's bad for basketball. Basketball, though. I mean, that week it was like, oh yeah. Yeah, we lost 
momentum. It was, I talked to a few, yeah, it was really interesting. Like my, I was supposed to go out to the Batavia St. Francis game and I ended up not being able to, but our photographer was already scheduled. So Mike Clark went to cover it for us. He gets there and all the names are scratched off the roster. No, they <clears throat> agreed not to have any starters play. So he sat there and watched and had to write a story about a bench game. I got pretty paranoid, um, but I got lucky. I went out to Niles North Prospect on Friday and they both took it real seriously. Um, both coaches talked about how they wanted a test, you know, uh, you know, before the playoffs and how, you know, Glenn Olson, the Niles North coach talked about how he didn't want to get his, take his kids off schedule. He thought it was, it'd be really bad for him to have like even a whole week um, in between I, games. Yeah, I agree. To stay on it. Me too. And, yeah. and, you know, if you're a team too, it's just scheduling because if you're a team that let's face it, um, that plays nobody in the regional, particularly a 3A school that looks at the regional is like, oh, geez, nothing's going to be given to us, but we should win both these regional games by 20 points. Then maybe I do want a, a, you know, a really tough, you know, um, you know, I anticipate like a DePaul to roll through the regional, right? Yeah. And so I, I would want a tough game. So it, it goes team by team. Um, but no, it is notable because we've never seen this before. This was a complete kind of capitulation of the right. last week of the season. Some teams didn't even bother to show up and play there. Um, they for we had forfeits all over the place. I mean, this is a it, not not to bemoan this point too much, but I mean, like I don't know, a lot of these kids don't. Most of these kids don't have scholarships, and you know, every game. What if they had their big breakout game? You know, I, I don't know. To me, that's it, it's really weird and. We'll have to maybe after our rant here, maybe some other guys will give us their opinions. Um, and kind of why? Well, yeah, more. I mean, I get why they're they're. I mean, I understand their reasoning. I don't. I don't think you need to it, but avoid injury, avoid getting beat up, getting tired. But that was the case for the previous seventy-five years. Uh, and that's we, when you started on Tuesday, where usually. we where we played, you know, yeah. high school basketball right up to the last week. So. It's yeah. load management has come to the IHSA, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. All right. So we're going to go through each of these four A sectionals and talk about kind of what hits us. I'm just going to go down in the, uh, is it technically? Yeah, technically. Oh, we're going to do bracket order here, Joe. You excited about that? Um, let, let's start off with Elgin High School, um, which is a place I have not been to in a few years now. It used to be a, a regular Ooh, stop. Long, long time. Yeah. Yeah. Elgin's hosting it, um, which regional jumps out at you joe well, i think there's a, i think there's several big to me in this one what jumps out to me and, and i wrote about this in my preview mike is i think if any of the top four seeds lose i would there's not one top four seed i'd be surprised if they lost starting at the top with barrington so i mean barrington's a one seed stevenson's the four um palatine's the two and Lake Zurich's the three. If any of those four lost, I would not be surprised. Barrington's had to play. Barrington's got to be that really tough, well-coached, outgoing coach uh, Widlowski's going out. I, that's going to be a tough game uh, in a regional final as, as a 1-8 to me. You know, and, and I, I don't want to spend a ton of time just talking about this, but I, I just feel like this is a sectional that could go really, really off the rails with, with lower-seeded teams because of these particular matchups. Yeah. And there's a lot of, I mean, you're going to see this in a lot of, a lot of sectionals, but you know, these teams know each other real well, conference local. They've, they've played a lot. Most of them have already played this season. I will say I thought Palatine 
I saw them, you know, in the MSL title game had really improved in, in the last month since I saw them at Warren a, a few weeks ago, but they were, they just seemed to really have a purpose, really play well together. It was a lot of not just, not that needless passing. It was passing with, you know, a point and to score. And they really seemed to like very few teams I've seen this year really kind of know each other and seem like a cohesive unit. I'm really high on Palatine now. And yeah. I would, I, now they were internally, boy, I talked to a lot of Palatine people kind of around the team. They're really worried about the Conant game. Um, oh, that's a matchup. It's a yeah. bad matchup. Uh, I, you know, I picked Palatine and my, uh, it's outlined right now to win this sectional. Uh, that's how high I am on them as well. But I just think matchup wise, and then Conant, which was came into the season. If you remember, Mike, mm-hmm. I had Conant in my preseason top 25, 24, 23, or something. Uh, they really scuffled to start the season, mid season, still kind of scuffling. And then towards the end of the year, I think the other went eight and two or 10 and two down the stretch. So, it, it, you know, they're going to be playing on their home floor. Yeah. I, you know, that's going to be a really tough game. So that's, you know, and then obviously like Zurich and rolling medals is, you know, rolling medals is has people forget. This is a young team. That's dangerous rolling medals. Uh, Lake Zurich has had a nice season, but they have not kind of been able to prove that they can, you know, win big games quite yet. So they would need to do this in, in a regional to win that one. Yeah. Rolling meadows starts five juniors for those of you who haven't seen them. So if you thought the, Mustangs are going away after the Christie's left. It <laughs> looks like they'll uh, a good year this year and probably next year too. So yeah. next up, uh, Guilford, Rockford Guilford is hosting and we've got a bunch of local teams. Warren's the number one. It, this, it, they did a subsectional thing in this one. Um, so, and we have local teams in both. Uh, what do you see in this one, Joe? Well, I, I just think to see who some, some teams we haven't talked about all year advance like a McHenry you look up and I didn't even realize McHenry had the win total that they had uh they've got some nice young players in that program uh they play Grant and then they would advance you know to play Jacobs and you know, that's not going to jump out anybody in, in, in the grand scheme of high school basketball but just to see I you know a team like that would I don't think we've even mentioned a McHenry and I you know I just it'd be interesting to see them if they advance to that sectional game yeah, to me, I mean, uh, from local teams, for me, this is Warren's to lose. I think they're double-digit points better than anybody locally. However, Rockford Guilford um, has had a year. Uh, they are 25-4, and four, and if I remember, I'm trying to grab it here, they have beaten several local teams. They beat Lindblom by seven recently. They beat Stevenson by nine. They beat, uh, they lost to Kenwood badly and they lost to Lincoln Park by nine, but they beat Young. So this is going to be a competitive team. They beat Simeon really early in the year. So I think that to me, that's the one I'm really looking at. I feel like Warren can roll, but they could have trouble with Guilford and it's at Guilford. And the best regional championship game is going to be Friday, DeKalb, Rockford, Auburn uh, in that sectional. Uh, yeah. it's DeKalb. We've seen them. They're dangerous. They're good, good young players. Rockford Auburn is a consistent program that wins. They met this year. DeKalb beat them by single digits. I know, uh, when, when they met, I think it was a January game. So that'll be a rematch at DeKalb. Uh, that'll be the best regional in that sectional. 
I jumped right into a sectional preview, didn't I? I was yeah, you did. I, I was yeah. very bored with these regionals. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I'll try to tamper that. We'll stick as we move on to East Aurora, the great East Aurora gym. And oh boy, there are, hmm. you, know, you could be talking about each of these separately. What do you think is the most interesting, Joe? I, I just think when teams are playing each other multiple times, uh, you know, Obonsi yeah. Valley, Matia Valley, playing a third time, uh, that to me, you know, I, I, I've hyped up as Yorkville being a tough eight seed playing at home, five seniors, but Bolingbrook's just playing. It's just, that's not a vulnerable one seed to me, uh, even though Yorkville's dangerous. But yeah, I, I, I think the Wabansi Matia Valley game uh, is good. It's, you know, Matia is at home. Uh, they played them twice, they lost to him by three. Wabansi obviously has had this you know, dream season, they've lost, you know, they beat them twice by combined eight or nine points, I think. So that to me is going to be the toughest game of, of those uh, four regional championships. Yeah. And Matea's got a tough opener against Plainfield North. Who's exactly. That's true. Yeah. Had I, moments. Yep. Um, yep. So that's going to be a tough one. I think the best one will be Downers North Nequa. If Nequa can get by Downers South, I just kind of, I know they've, I mean, as Wabanzi has, Nikwa and Wabanzi kind of, <laughs> they ended the regular season really uh, on a downswing, but I'm wondering if Nikwa can get it back together. And I, I think Downers Grove North really feasts on teams that make mistakes. And Nikwa doesn't make a lot of mistakes um, defensively, especially. So I think that it's a tough matchup for Downers Grove North. They are at home, but I think that one's interesting. And Well, how about this, Mike? When is the last... Could you ever remember a regional semifinal game with teams with 23 and 22 wins? I mean, it's probably happened, but Downers Grove South with 23 wins, <laughs> Nequa Valley with 22, and they're playing in a regional semifinal on Wednesday night. Yeah, that's wild. Completely wild. I mean, and we've talked to the Yorkville West Aurora, if you want to just the amount of talent on the floor. Yeah, uh, that's and a heck just of a game. Roller coaster up and down seasons for both of them. Yeah. And, but with talent. And that's probably, you could argue, maybe the best regional matchup uh, of all these sectionals in, in, in a regional semifinal. That one and the one I just mentioned, Downer South and, and Niqua. Yeah, I think that one and the lane, who is it? Oh, well, we'll get to it. There's yeah. one other one. Yeah, that I think is really good. Yeah, York for West Aurora would probably take the. Uh... Take the cake. Um, boy, what about Bolingbrook's late season surge here? I mean, boy. Yeah, that, that's why. We haven't talked no, about it for those who weren't. Bolingbrook beat HF last week. Beat HF. Hannah Wabansi Valley, their only loss of the, you know, yeah. at the time. 23-game win streak. They went, and, and they, won a, they won both of them on the road. Yeah. And, you know, I just, that's what I kind of go back to saying that normally this deep, deep sectional, which has, we just mentioned two teams playing in the semifinal with 20 plus wins. Normally I would, I would say, well, that must've really created a, a tough eight seed. And it did, but Bolingbrook's just playing at such a high level and they're going to get the, you know, they kind of get those early kinks out that regional semifinal game in a, what look, appears to be a very, very easy first round game. Uh, so I, I, I just, I just love how Bolingbrook's playing right now. Uh, they, they, you know, Davion Thompson's obviously, obviously the star, but they just have a lot of different weapons uh, that they can go to. And those really started to, to come through with consistent, more consistency over the course of the season. 
Uh, next up, we got a smattering of local teams down in the Pekin sectional. Um, and one I kind of want to mention, uh, Manuka. Manuka plays a very tough, they have a very tough regional semifinal. It's at normal against normal. Everybody knows normal is one of the better teams around the state, but it's kind of gone under the radar the way Manuka has played in 2024. Um, you know, Brett Hespel took over there this season. And if you, if you just look recently, they beat Geneva who was on a roll. Um, they lost to West Aurora by seven points. Um, they lost to a good Andrew team by two. They lost to Joliet West by four in overtime at Joliet West. They beat a good Plainfield North team. They beat Yorkville. I mean, so they've been, a lot of these are losses, but they've been competitive. I don't, I don't think that means they're going to be able to do much with normal, but I think it's been an interesting second half for a team we really don't talk much about that kind of had a new coach coming in, and they've got a really good um, young young core, two young guards I saw that I I, I thought should be pretty good next year um, I, that I saw at York. So keep an eye on Manuka. Yeah, I always feel for the teams that are sent away uh, in regional yeah. play. And this is the case. Manuka, you just mentioned going to normal. You know, and Bradley Bourbon has had a really nice season. You know, uh, star and junior Nick Allen, big man. You know, they're the three seed traveling to what a drive. Some, they're going yeah, to East Moline for the for region a, for a regional semifinal. I mean, I, you know, they're playing Pekin, which Pekin's probably, I don't know, that drive is probably just as far, maybe. It, it It's just, um, it's, it sucks for a lack of better yeah. word <laughs> for, for these teams that have to do that. So, I, I don't know. I I don't know much about Pekin. I just know that Moline is playing really well again. Uh, the defending state champs have a couple of Division One prospects that are juniors uh, on Moline still. And um, I, I expect Moline to kind of roll through that regional. And, and that, you know, again, I'm jumping ahead here. Very good sectional. It's not a Chicago area heavy sectional at all. with just the two teams we mentioned, but I, this is good teams, man. I, Collinsville's good. Quincy's good. I, I just mentioned Moline. You talked about normal. This is a very, very tough sectional, and it's going to be fun to watch from afar just to kind of see as this transpires because this feeds into the Illinois State Super Sectional where our Chicago area, you know, that tough East Aurora sectional that we just talked about that winter, you know, whether it be Bolingbrook or Bennett or Downers North or whoever would need to face up one of these teams. And that is not going to be easy because whether it's normal playing their backyard or a really talented Quincy team or Collinsville, uh, that's going to be a, a, a really tough super sectional. Uh, Bradley Bourbonnet to East Moline United High School is 160 miles, two hours and 27 minutes right now. And traffic hasn't even hit yet that could be a three-hour drive uh, for them and all i hear from football people is how they can't let everybody into the football playoffs because the travel will be too bad well football they're playing on weekends people sorry not to yell they've got to do this during the school week Uh, that's absolutely madness um sorry bradley uh next up is the rich township sectional loaded with South Suburban and Southwest Suburban and even a city team. Marist is in here. Which one are you interested in, Joe? Eisenhower Stack. That's the that's the one I'm at. I think they've we've talked about both of them to some degree. Uh I I just, you know, AJ Abrams had a phenomenal season. 
uh, for Eisenhower. And and Stag is if you look at that Stag schedule, Mike, they they played some teams, man. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, Marty Strews put together a schedule to prepare them for the regional, and and here they are. Uh, you know, they went through a a rut in the middle of the season uh, where they lost. But ch- check out these teams they lost to: Downers Grove North. These are losses, obviously, but Downers North, Rolling Meadows, Kankakee, Home to Flossmoor, Lincoln My East. You know, they had an overtime loss to Sanbury, but then they regrouped a little bit. Uh, and, and picked up some wins down the stretch. You know, they beat Bradley a couple times. And uh, I, I just, uh, I think that one, you know, in that regional semifinal, uh, to get to the regional championship game will, will be one to watch. Yeah, I'm kind of into Thornwood doesn't have a great record, but I think they're the best team in the state that's playing a regional quarterfinal. Um, they're going to host against Shepard. I'd be worried if I was Maris to, to deal with this Thornwood squad. I mean, their schedule. I mean, this is starting out with January 28th. This is, I'm not skipping a game here. This is who Thornwood played. Marion Catholic, Bloom, Rich, Kankakee, Thornton, Kankakee, Oaklawn. <laughs> it's all ranked teams. And then they beat Oaklawn. They were competitive in some of the games. Um, you know, they have Arden Eves. They have some good players. I'm that to me, that would be a supreme upset watch one that Marist at Thornwood. I think that's as, a tough one for a two seed. I also yeah. am very worried about, I've said on the podcast, I believe you don't want Sandberg in the first round of the playoffs the way they can shoot. And that's what Joliet West has. Um, so that could be a, a real tough one. Regional, regional final wise, Mike, I think Bloom, Romeoville, if it materializes, just two teams with really a lot of, a lot of pieces, a lot of talent that have really had uh, up and down yo-yo seasons. And, you know, the winner of, of those, that game would, would get Marist if, if Marist could, but as you mentioned, if, you know, upsets happen, I, all of a sudden, if you can get through that bloom Romeoville game, now Romeoville kind of turned it around at the end. They, they, they won four yeah. in a row uh, at, at the end of the year. So I just think those two teams with the talent they have that that that's going to be a fun regional championship game between those two. Yeah, I think there's going to be I think it's going to be a wild playoffs. <clears throat> I think there's going to be an awful lot of things we think are upsets and I think this is one of the sectionals that could get pretty messy. Um uh this along with the uh, East Aurora one I think I think are are two for sure. Next up Riverside Brookfield. Uh boy, all kinds of stuff in here. We got this one, it's a little tough to figure out. There's a lot of South Suburban schools, some West Suburban, some Chicago schools. It's kind of a grab bag of uh, of areas. Which uh, which regional are you looking at, Joe? Uh, the Lincoln Park Young rematch. You know, Young had to go to Lincoln Park uh, where they where they lost, and you know th- these teams are are built with some young pieces. Uh, and I, I think that's the most intriguing of all of these regional championship games. Uh, you know, the RB Simeon too. I mean, I, I think you've, you've talked about the improvement of Simeon, uh, RB just trying to, to win that one at Hinsdale central to be able to play a sectional on their home floor. Uh, that would be big for them, but, uh, those are the two, you know, and, and don't, you know, I, I don't forget about Oak Lawn. Oaklawn is a, a a dangerous number seven seed that would would face Kenwood in a regional championship. Uh, you know, I, I I like that Oaklawn team. Yeah, I think Simeon 
I've spoken many times about how I think they're, but I think that's a nightmare um, matchup for them at Hinsdale Central to start things out against Hinsdale Central at Hinsdale Central. That's going to be tough um, for a very young team, I think. And I don't know if young has frustrated me, but I didn't really, you know how high I had them in the preseason. Gosh, let's not talk about it. I'll have to show it later, but you know, they, they really haven't lived up to it. I just haven't seen a lot of, I don't know if Munoz is back and Tony Munoz has been out. I haven't heard that he is back. I think that's going to be difficult, but yeah, I don't, it just hasn't been the season I expected for young overall, but I do think that's winnable at home. Um, like you said, against Lincoln park, any, you think we see an Ignatius? Comeback? Yeah. Do you think they can? No, I think they need to figure out how to beat lions first. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's going to be yeah. at lions. <laughs> a tough one. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think, no, I don't see Curie getting upset. If I'm if I'm Curie, I want Ignatius, right? You don't want Lions out. Yeah, I don't want to play LT. Yeah, that sounds really bad. Next up, Edison Trail. Um, pretty solid West Suburban here. This is one of the sectionals that makes some sense <laughs> overall. Um, anybody, what, what are you looking at in this one, Joe? That's uh, a soft sectional, Mike. It makes sense, but it's soft. Uh, you know, provides we showed a little bit of life. You know, that Batavia provides a East game at Batavia. Uh, I, these regional championships don't exactly get me fired up. Uh, I I think it's status quo. I think York and Lake Park are by far and away the two best teams. I think they – I don't think they're in upset territory uh, yet. So I expect those two to get through and roll. And, um, you know, I you know – the grand scheme of things, I think, keep an eye on Glenbard North. Yeah. And, yep. um, well, we'll see. I mean, this is just not a very deep sectional at all. Yeah. The regionals aren't very good, but yeah, I, I agree. I'm interested to see how Glenbard North, um, turns out. Next up, Maine South. Uh, Loyola is the, the number one seed here. And this is where I think, um, maybe the best game. I think Niles North Oak Park. Yeah, at the at Oak Park, there there a lot of ability, a lot of really good players, a lot of younger players on the floor. I think that's a really interesting game. Um, it's the second one. New Trier Taft is right before, it. and Taft's been under the radar. We haven't talked about them, but Taft's been competitive uh, this year against good teams. So that won't be um, a pushover <laughs> game either. I just you know we've talked about chaos or getting dicey or messy. I think this one has the potential to do so, even though in my picks, I just, I couldn't, one of these top four seeds are losing. I just, when I was making the picks, I kept trying to figure out which one. I couldn't figure out which one. So I just went with all four of them as winners in, in, in my picks. But, I, you know, you mentioned Niles North Oak Park. I, I mean, Niles North is a team that could lose Wednesday night or they could win the second. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Um, yeah. I, and, and I believe that. You know, yeah. I, I I don't think they're going to win the sectional. I, I think they're a year away from doing that uh, or putting themselves in that position. But, you know, New Trier, who I did pick almost reluctantly, <laughs> just because they kind of – they had some fizzling moments in, in down the stretch in the final three, four weeks of the season. But, I mean, you look at those, Mike, you, you look at five through eight in this sectional. You know, Glenbrook North has been just – just reeling without Josh Freeman. Now he is expected to be back and play in the regional. 
I have no idea if he's 100% or what percent he's at. With no Josh Freeman, Freeman, if he's not close to 100%, I mean, I I think Lane upsets them. But Lane's playing even a tough opening regional game against a 20-plus win Leiden team. Uh, You know, so I think Lane's a really dangerous, you know, seven versus two in the regional championship. I think no one will be shocked if Evanston – beats Glenbrook South. I have Glenbrook South winning, but nobody's going to be stunned if Evanston wins with the way they played down the stretch. And then he proved that they, they're one of the most improved teams in the Chicago area over the course of the last you know month. Uh, and then you mentioned Niles North. I mean, that Nile, the regional, I, I can't imagine a better regional championship. I'd have to go back and look again real closely, but if Niles North plays new Trier in the regional championship, I, I think that's the best of all the, all of them in the Chicago area. Uh, that'd be fun. Uh, two teams with a lot of, you know, firepower, young, two teams that can shoot and, and younger teams. So that, that one will be, well, I'm not a big fan of the Oak park gym. I was going to say only one problem. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's at the Oak park field house. Yeah. I don't like watching Niles North new Trier in Oak park. Uh, but uh, you know, and Niles West is a scary eight seed. Yeah, Davy Flowers. I, ugh. You know, Loyola's not going to roll out sixty points on you, so uh, they're going to be tough to score against. And Loyola's another team that's gotten healthy. Uh, Jimmy Tarzan's been been missing; and he's back. So, you know, it's it's. I don't know, Mike. If you had to pick one of the top four seeds to go down. Is is it Nutrier just because they're playing Niles North, or it's Loyola? Ooh, Niles West over Loyola. Yeah, I mean, I guess I I meant in the sectional overall. Um, I don't think Loyola gets out. I, no, I, I, yeah, well, I mean, more in these regional championships. Yeah, in the regional, yeah, Nutrier is definitely the most likely because they got that's the four or five, and Niles North is very good. Um, although you know Lane is at home, even if with Josh Friedman. Lane at home, I mean, that's got a that's a weird place to play for a suburban team, um, for sure. The Lane gym is a little odd, so I could see that. But yeah, I really like I really like what I see out of Niles North, so I, I can see them pulling it off there at Oak Park. That's four A, Joe. We got a little bit of time left. Do you uh, anything? Oh, I get. Oh, here's my. I get a question. Do you think Tom Livatino was at the Von Steuben Mather game at eleven a.m. this morning? Sure. Uh, yeah, Scout- no school. Huh? Scouting. <laughs> I wonder if uh, it seems kind of unfair, but uh, yeah, he's, that- a, he's an in-person scouting guy. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if he was like, "I'm just gonna go over there and uh, I check oh, it out on the north side." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems uh, I, there weren't a lot of people in the gym. I saw Jack Leeson's photo, but there were some. You know, it's Devon Steuben gym. It's very small. I, mean, but, I uh, think it's even money that he was there. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. Pretty wild. Um, 3A, I'm going to be honest with everybody. Joe and I went through and our, our we'll, let's sound fancy and call it our pre-production meeting. Uh, we didn't have a lot to say about the 3A regionals. They're not great. Um, they really aren't. The, the best, I, I just since we got a little, yeah. the, the two best regionals are in the Hinsdale South section, I think. And that is Hyde Park. Scoring off with St. Francis, they're a you know four, 
4-6 game at St. Francis. Going to be tough for Hyde Park. Uh, and then St. Lawrence, Lindblom, a little Catholic League, Public League. It'll be at St. Lawrence. Uh, probably gonna, I'll probably go with St. Lawrence in that one. Uh, and, and it's just a, well, it's just a sectional that's probably the, the best in Mount Carmel. I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's hard for me to get fired up about the 3A field until probably the sectional yeah. championships. Yeah. I, that, that's yeah, how it's weak. bleak yeah. some of them are. Um, I mean, I'd love I'd, I'd love to go through the 3A Chicago area sectionals and see how many of the teams were even ranked this year. I bet there's not that many. No, there's not. And I mean, competitively, there's more like competitive games in my mind in 2A and 1A. <laughs> when you look at them, I mean, the teams aren't as good, but I, I'm more interested to see who wins. The, the 3A just seems. Well, I just think these 3A the top three A teams, to my point earlier, are just going to roll in the yeah. region. Yeah. I mean, Mount Mount Carmel is gonna roll. Uh DePaul is gonna roll. Um I, I just I don't know. Like so then you just don't you know, I think St. Patrick is gonna roll and they're 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 a nice team, but they're gonna cruise in their regional. Um I don't know. That's just my three A preview. <laughs> not not a lot of uh regional excitement for us in 3a but who knows maybe we'll be surprised and somebody will come through and make a nice run although when you look at it it is hard to uh but yeah we could be hearing a lot about st patrick over the next few weeks um definitely caneland burlington central caneland burlington central a couple teams we haven't talked much about yeah. win totals are there it's all right 3A, you never know what you're gonna uh, what you're gonna get. Am I gonna go out? I still haven't seen uh, Braden Carlson at Wakanda. I've been wondering if I'm gonna go out to Carmel Wednesday. Probably not. But anyway, um, thanks for listening, everybody, and enjoy the Wednesday doubleheaders. I know there's a lot of mixed feelings about our new format with the Wednesday doubleheaders. Do you like um, it? No, I do not like it. But it's selfish reasons. I don't see anything wrong with them. I, I I don't see anything wrong with doing it. It's just from a fan's perspective, I hate it. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, because I, I I also thought it was a little unfair that you had the extra day. So I do like that factor. We've talked about that, I believe. But yeah. I wish that one A and two A were Tuesday double headers. So I I feel like it's totally overshadowed. I think it's because of the girls, though, is why that's not happening. I don't I don't care about the extra day. Uh, I just think that's. You get the higher seat, you get the benefit. But uh, I just like to have more attention for the sport. And I think, you know, it's an extra day of you'd be at a different, we'd all be at a different game another day. Yeah. So you would have more attention on the sport, on the teams that are playing, as opposed to, you know, just that stuck in, because usually now if you're stuck in the gym, you really don't, there's very few, if any, regional double headers at one gym that you're really interested in just got a uh, a text from a coach wanting to know if there's a deadline for the all area all city nominations i posted today uh, there's 
there will be a deadline. We currently have at least the rest of this week. So no. So if you're listening to this and it is, uh, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, please email me. I'll take two per team. No more than that. I've already had somebody try and send me five. Um, not going to work, but email M O'Brien, M O B R I E N at suntimes.com. That gets your player. I'll put it. I'm posting. I've already posted the story with every single nomination. It'll be on there. And from, we'll use that information to make our choices for the all city team and the all area team that are coming. So plenty of time, send me that. I'm sure there are some parents on your case, but if you were coach or AD, please send me your submission. Parents. No getting a lot of those joe parents yep parents Nom- like to nom- nominate their nominate kids. their kid yep yep get uh got several just in the last uh, few hours <laughs> so, well i mean oh, I, I, I think they get annoyed they they i po- posted the big list and they look they don't see their kid and they're like well i guess oh, i'll God. take matters into my own hands <laughs> all right so yeah, I mean, actually, I don't. Not, I got some really good stats from that. Some one parent said, like, the I, whole bet they're, I bet they're, I bet they're accurate. I bet they're really accurate. No, because they they proved it. They sent their huddle thing, like the whole list. Uh, <laughs> so, some of them were better than the coaches <laughs> for info. But um, well, but, actually, yeah, with some of the coaches' stats that I've seen, I mean, should <laughs> I, I should go to the parent? Yeah, they kept track the whole year. They, they laid it out, so that was kind of funny, but. Um, yeah, I, I haven't done it this way before. I've, I've done it for all city posting everybody. I've, we've never, I don't think posted all the all area nominations, but I mean, it can't hurt right to get everybody's name out there with their stats. No, no downside other than all the work for me, but I don't mind. I'm going to do it. So, uh, send them on in, but thanks for listening, everybody. Boy, like most of the state, your season will be over by the time we talk again, as we dive into the sectionals next week, have a good one.